welcome to the Irish Pagan School podcast. Your hosts are authors and co-founders of the Irish Pagan School here in County Waterford, Ireland, Laura O'Brien and John O'Sullivan. Falcha. Hello, this is Laura O'Brien, author and co-founder of the Irish Pagan School. And I'm here to answer the question, are you a changeling? It is something that comes up a lot. And people have very, very, well, strange ideas according to the actual changeling traditions and culture, which come in large part from Irish culture, but they do appear in multiple other native and indigenous cultures all over the world, I'm sure. But I'm just going to speak to the traditions that we have here in Ireland because that's where I am and that's my lane. So I'm going to stay here. And a lot of what we hear about changelings with regard to the actual lore that we have, it does, in fact, come from Ireland. You know, honourable mention to Scotland. But we have, we have very strong and concerning stories from Ireland here. And we'll start with some of the misconceptions. So are you a change? This seems to be a very romanticised notion that people have either that they're changelings or that their children are changelings and i i get it i get it the world does a very good job of othering many of us with you know neurodivergence or who are just a little bit odd or strange and the idea or the notion of people like us and i'm including myself in that because one of the the main things that I would have been hearing as a child was that I was away with the fairies. Okay, but that is a slightly different thing. That kind of otherworldly connection or oddness or strangeness or kind of a liminal existence, you know, being a little bit kind of a foot in both worlds, that does not make you a changeling. Okay, and this is where the misconceptions have come in. A changeling is. According to the traditions and the, the many, many stories that we have, the, the she, the people of the she mounds, rather, the other world's inhabitants or the fairies, as they are commonly known here, but not often referred to as such, would seem to have issues perhaps with reproduction or population variety, shall we say? So there was definitely an inclination or is an inclination to steal people from our world and bring them into the other world. And in cases such as this, especially in older traditions and older times, that would have caused a bit of a stink and you would quite often be risking a mob of local people who would come and start to dig up your your she mound, your fairy mound with cold iron in search of a person that has been taken. And these could be babies or they could be young men or women. And I would imagine that it would have been seen as in the best interests of the she inhabitants for this not to happen. And, you know, just avoid all of that by using some trickery and replacing the person who was taken, the human who was taken with, uh, there, there are kind of two 
two options, right? So they're both referred to as changelings, but there's a couple of other names on the first one, which I'm going to talk about, which is where the person is replaced. This is most often a baby now, in fairness, but the person is replaced by an inanimate object, most often a log or a branch of a tree. And the mother is absolutely convinced that this log, and in fact, the family usually, not just the mother, but particularly the mother is still caring for this log, is still, you know, crooning to it, singing to it, feeding it, doing all of these things in full conviction that this log is their baby, is their child. And that the, what often happens then in the tales and in the stories is that the the child, in inverted commas, the baby, that this mother has been caring for this whole time, will sicken and die and kind of die a natural death, as it seems, a wasting sickness of some description, and be buried. So the log gets buried and this leaves the, the fairies, the she, free and clear to just keep this child in the other world. And it grows up there. So there is that. And there's also then the maybe more common known of a a human, either a child or a person, being replaced by a a fairy, by a, a member of the she. And they will often be a wizened old, especially if it's a baby, they'll be like a wizened old fairy who basically wants to kind of go into retirement in the human world and live the good life and be taken care of and will and this those those kind of stories that they'll often be caught when somebody notices or catches this changeling doing something that a, a baby or a child wouldn't have been able to do and that would include you know smoking a pipe or having knowledge that they shouldn't have they couldn't have in in a natural way or getting up and doing a dance or you know talking if they hear music then they might talk about oh it's not as good they kind of land themselves in it it's not as good as the music that we would have had in the mound that kind of thing right so they'll kind of trip themselves up a little bit or or be caught out in that way and people will realize that you know, the illusion will get shattered and people will realize that it's not actually their baby or their child that's there. And then the other thing is where there's adult people who have been supposedly taken and then replaced. And that could be by a fairy or, you know, a wizened fairy, or they would, they would most often be a a member of the she who would look or act very, very similarly to the person, the adult who was taken. But again, then there would be an element of like some kind of wasting sickness. They would be lying in bed for months or years even. And then eventually they would die. And presumably at that point, the she would go back to the other world, its job being done, and the the person would be buried. And again, sometimes the the body then would be swapped out for a log or something. So that's, that's a very brief breakdown of the actual changeling tradition that we have here in Ireland. So it, it, it really concerns me, I have to say, when people call themselves changelings or call their children changelings, 
because that was never a good thing. It was never a positive thing. And in fact, Irish history is littered with horrific events and encounters of people who possibly had the misconception that their their child or their their wife in in some famous cases such as Bridget Cleary was a changeling and they would be ef- effectively tortured or exposed to the elements or you know thrown in a bog or put in a fire or all sorts of things to test whether this person was actually a fairy and of course if that was a, a regular human person that they they could be harmed or indeed could have died and have died through such means of investigation. So there is a very, very dark side to the whole changeling tradition here in Ireland. And again, it just really bothers me that people don't get how disturbing the whole thing is when, particularly with a parent or a child, a parent and their child, like, if you think that your child is a changeling, like that you have actually, your human child has been taken into the other world, has been kidnapped into the other world, and you have been left with a fairy substitute, does that not bother you? That, you know, if, if that's a genuine belief that people have, it's not just that, a changeling doesn't just mean that my child is slightly other or strange or liminal or you know all of those things which may be perceived as as positive or special or or all of that that's a good thing you know like if you want to believe that your child is is strange or you know has this kind of foot in the other world that's fine but that is not a changeling okay that is not an actual fairy creature inhabitant of the other world who has been swapped out for your kidnapped child okay and if you're calling yourself a changeling, then like, A, you would know this, right? This is one thing that comes up that people suddenly discover that they're changelings. Or we had one the other day where somebody's fucking Reiki master had told them that they were a changeling because they had seen their wings. And this is just, this is just people trying to get money out of you by like making you believe that you're some kind of special case. Again, in a very, very fucked up misconception of what the word changeling actually is. So please don't do that. Please don't do that to your clients if you're a Reiki master. Please, 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 if you're going to put the word fucking changeling in your mouth, actually read, go to duchas.ie, D-U-C-H-A-S dot I-E. Look at the schools collection. Do a search for changeling and read the actual stories and the actual accounts of Irish people who have had experiences with changelings, please, before you say that word ever again, okay? And I'm going to end it there because I've given you a good overview on what changelings are and some of the issues and problems. And I I don't know if I need to kind of get into, I, like I know that with, particularly within the neurodivergent community, this is a big thing. And I'm neurodivergent. My children are. I, I don't think that's okay. And I don't think it's okay for us to be othering ourselves in that way and to give people an excuse to maim and torture us. Surely that won't end well. Can, like, can nobody see this? Is this not raising a red flag for anybody? So anyway, those are my concerns. 
that is the actual tradition. And have a nice day. I do have a whole book, by the way, The Fairy Faith in Ireland. You can go and you can get that on Amazon currently. It will be in all good bookshops as soon as possible, but certainly you can buy it on Amazon currently and read up for what the actual fairy traditions in Ireland are. Okay, be links below. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a positive review in your podcast listener. Then head over to irishpaganschool.com and enroll in one of our free or paid courses. Slongafol and we will see you next time.